Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 352. Now, it is almost, almost Monday night. It's actually early Tuesday morning because the clock just passed midnight. But I am recording this before going to bed, which is unusual for me. Partly why I'm doing that is because I know tomorrow I am not going to have a chance to record during the school day because we're giving midterms. Now, today I was fortunate because I did not have to give a midterm. Tomorrow and the next day and the first part of Thursday, I will be giving midterms. So it won't be too terribly demanding. Nevertheless, I won't have the time during the day like I do on other days. But I'm glad you're here, whatever time and whatever place you are. I'm grateful that you're listening to how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God on Monday, the 17th of December. Now, I emphasize the 17th of December because we are a week from Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve comes on Monday, a week from the 17th. (laughs) That would be 7 plus 17 equals 24 Christmas Eve. And I don't know if you know this or not, because I didn't know this until really just a few years ago. The 17th begins a series of traditional and really ancient prayers in the church. And these are called the O Antiphons, which is the title of this uh, podcast episode which I imagine that you saw. Now, what are the great O's, as they are sometimes called? Well, these are short prayers that are used at Vespers, which is the last prayer of the day before um, retiring. They are used, or actually, no, I stand corrected. Compline is the last prayer of the day. Vespers is the evening prayer. This is the sundown prayer. So a little bit earlier in the day than Compline. Anyway, they are used at Vespers during the last seven days of Advent. And it's not just Roman Catholics that use these. It's also Lutherans, Anglicans, and maybe other more mainline traditional uh, Protestant denominations. Now, how far back do they go is a very interesting question because we're really not sure. We do know they go back quite far. As a matter of fact, in the 6th century, there is a church father who mentions them kind of in passing, but it seems like they were already evident in some form in the 6th century, which would be, well, 1,400 years ago. So these go back a long, long way. Now, each day from the 17th through the 23rd, there is a prayer that begins with O and a title of Christ. Now, the 17th, which was Monday, it is O Wisdom, or in Latin, O Sapientia. Now, that would be the first day, the 17th. The 18th is O Adonai, Lord. The 19th is O Root of Jesse. 20th, O Key of David. 21st, O Dayspring. 22nd, O King of the Nations. And finally, the 23rd, O Emmanuel. Now, prepare to have your mind blown, all right? And if you have a pencil handy, you might want to jot this down. Or you can always Google it, which is how I found out about this. There's an acrostic 
all right, that is sort of an inside joke, I guess. Well, not really an inside joke. It's an inside statement. And here it is. You have to know Latin, though. So, working backwards with the first letter of the Latin word for the O theme of the day, you get on the 23rd, you get Emmanuel. So, jot that down, E. Then you get King of of the Nations, that would be Rex in Latin. Then you have Dayspring, that is Oriens. I do apologize for mispronouncing my Latin, if I indeed did that. The 20th key of David is clavis or clavis. All right. So you have E-R-O. Now you need a space here for this to work. So now you have a C, clavis. Then you have an R for radix, which is root, root of Jesse. Then Adonai, which is Lord, A. And finally, yet today, the 17th, O wisdom or sapientia. Now, if you copy this down correctly, seven letters, E-R-O, C-R-A-S, which I am told, don't know my Latin, but arrow cross means tomorrow I will be there. Kind of cool, huh? Which, again, the whole theme of Advent is the coming of Christ, and tomorrow I will be there. Christ is telling us this, I guess, through the letters of the O antiphons. Now, astute listeners will also perhaps at this point, recognize something unique about those seven titles of, um, of Christ. And I want to point that out. After this quick word, we will be back and I will point that out. And also, I'm going to do a little bit of singing. So stay with me. So thanks for sticking with me into the second part of this episode. So now seven O antiphon, seven verses, ending with O Emmanuel. Hmm, that sounds like a song, perhaps. And yes, it is. It is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. The verses of that song are roughly, but pretty close the verses of the O Antiphon prayers. And if you don't believe me, let's listen to the 17th, which was Mondays. So it's O Wisdom, O Sapientia, right? And this is the prayer that is coming from the usccb.org website. That's the Catholic Conference of Bishops. So this is the I guess the official prayer, different churches might pray this a little bit differently, or the antiphon might be written a little bit differently, because again, it is coming from Latin, so English is not the original language of this. So the O antiphon for the 17th is, O wisdom of our God most high, guiding creation with power and love, come to teach us the path of knowledge. And... Here is the corresponding O Come, O Come, Emmanuel verse. And I'm going to sing. O come thou wisdom from on high, and order all things far and nigh. 
to us the path of knowledge show, and cause us in her ways to go. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. Very interesting, perhaps. <laughs> so that is the verse for today. And throughout this week, what I'm going to be doing is praying and singing the O Antiphons for the day. So on Monday, I kept the, I kept the prayer at various times of the day um, using these words and singing them and saying them and offering up these words in devotion. And I'll do that throughout the week. And I think each podcast this week, I will at least mention the O Antiphon for the day. And maybe, if you're lucky, you'll have to come back in here. I may sing them as well. I, I think my favorite song of maybe the entire church here is O Come Emmanuel. There is nothing to me that says December, that says Advent, that says just longing and waiting and peace and all of that than O Come, O Come Emmanuel. I sang it at a very young age with my family as we prepared for Advent and Christmas and it just really resonates with me. And when I learned, like I said, not that many years ago about the O Antiphons, I was really excited because it finally made sense. Where did those verses come from? Well, there is a story and a history for them. So as we are one week out from Christmas, what will you do during these last seven days of Advent to keep them sacred? and to prepare for the coming of Christ, which we remember, which we look for around us, and which we anticipate all together. What will you do over this last week? It may be a busy week, lots to prepare for Christmas, last-minute shopping and get the cards out and put up the tree and so forth, perhaps. But spiritually, what will you do to prepare your heart, which is your hearth, for the coming of Christ. And I hope you've had a fruitful Advent to this point, but you know what? It kind of only matters what comes across this next week. Because whether you've had a fruitful Advent or not, you can always make these last seven days the O antiphon, the O great, the great O's days, you can make them holy as well. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.